Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 112 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And today's episode is going to be a quick one. I was hoping to be able to bring you some additional information on this topic, which is going to be about the general data protection regulation coming out of the EU that's going to be going into effect on May 25th, 2018. So it's right around the corner. There are some things that as a blogger and as a person that collects email addresses or if you have any customers that happen upon your website from the EU, this could definitely affect you and you may have to take some action regarding this. So I'm going to talk to you briefly about this. I'll have some links in the show notes, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash 112 of the um, information that I have available today. I know WordPress is working on some stuff regarding this, so to give you some tools to become compliant, make sure you're compliant with these upcoming regulations. It will basically affect anyone that has a website that could possibly have someone that comes from the EU or that receives email addresses from folks in the EU, so really pretty much that could be anyone. So we'll talk briefly about that today, how that might affect you, give you some resources and information to check out. And as time goes on over the next month or so, we'll be able to provide you some additional information regarding that. But in addition to that, I'd like to also briefly just kind of solicit some information from you guys in regards to themes. Something that I'm also looking into is themes to replace my existing themes. On many of my websites, I have outdated themes that really need to be replaced. And above all, I'm looking for themes that are easy to use and that right out of the box give you a lot of design elements that really make your website look professional. And you don't have to do a lot of customization as far as the design, the look and feel of it. Right out of the box, it really looks great. And you can focus on just working on your content, working on SEO and things like that, and just have a great looking website. So ease of use, really good looking website, and of course, having some support. And because I have multiple websites, and I know a lot of you folks out there do, I'm looking for a product that you can purchase one time and use it on multiple websites. So it may have a yearly subscription thing to keep up with your security patches and things like that. That's fine. But I'm looking for, you can pay one price, like a 69 or $89 type thing and be able to use that on multiple different websites that you have. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. If you guys are utilizing a theme that you think is really easy to use, looks great out of the box, and you don't have to do a lot of customization. I know a lot of us are not website designers and it can cost a lot of money to actually hire a website designer to make your website look great, look professional, and maintain it over the long term. But I'm looking for a theme that'll do a lot of that for you and just allow you to focus on creating your content. So if you have one of those themes and you really like your theme, let me know. Please email me, chris at nichesitetools.com. Let me know what themes you really like, what's working great for you. Or if you have some themes that you think would meet that criteria that you'd like me to check out, let me know that as well. Just drop me a quick email and I would really appreciate that. And I can add some of those themes to the list that I will check out. I would be super grateful for that. And then I look forward to bringing you details as I start to migrate over to new themes and things like that. So that'll be several months down the road. But if you could pass along any of that information or themes you'd like me to check out or 
or themes you think would be easy to use, look great, that would be awesome. Again, chris at nichesitetools.com. Just send me a quick email and I will be eternally grateful. Thank you for that. And one other quick mention, I think I mentioned on the podcast before that my wife unexpectedly lost her job back in September. So it was about eight months ago now and I'm happy to report that as of yesterday, I'm recording this on a Saturday. Friday, she received a new job. She's really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great fit for her. She was a medical office manager for a really large office and had like 17 folks that were reporting to her and five or six different specialist doctors. So it was a really big office that she was working in before. And it was really overwhelming and a lot of other stuff to deal with with an office that large being part of a larger hospital system. And I'm happy to report that she has a new job at a smaller uh, it's a children's pediatric office, one doctor, super nice, and uh, five or six other staff members, so much smaller office, and she's really looking forward to that. She's been applying to jobs every day for the last eight months, so she's really been through a lot and uh, focusing on getting a job, and it took a while, but this one seems like a great fit for her, and I'm thinking this may result in some additional time for me to work on my side projects because over the last eight months or so, you know, she was cooped up in the house during the weekend wanted to get out more and do more stuff on the weekend. And I definitely enjoyed that time, but it did make it more difficult to work on side projects and website things. So maybe this will result in a little bit more time to work on website stuff and uh, bringing you guys some additional great content. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, bottom line is that was great news. It's been a long eight months for her especially and uh, looking forward to better things to come. So let's talk real briefly about this GDPR regulation. What is this? How did it come about? And how does it affect you, most importantly? So this is coming out of the EU, and it's basically a revamp of the privacy protection laws. And what that means is that it's gonna everyone is going to be held to a higher standard when it comes to protecting the data from folks that are in the EU. And this really affects any company. I mean, it really affects any of us, but the primary focus was initially on companies that do business in the EU. They focus on customers that are in the EU. So it certainly affects those companies a great deal, but it really affects any company when you, when you get down to the details that are in here. It affects everyone all the way down to the blogger level because if you are collecting emails from anybody that might be out of the EU or you happen to have folks that are coming to your website from the EU, which could be any of us. I'm sure if you check your Google Analytics stats for the last year or even the last month, there's going to be somebody that came from the EU. So this could definitely affect you. And when it comes to these specific details, I'm going to give you some links to check out so you can check it out for yourself. Don't take what I'm saying as gospel. I'm just kind of trying to paraphrase and put things into my own words on what I think it means. So don't take this as legal advice, of course, but... I, what, the way I'm looking at it is that companies that collect data from folks from the EU are going to be held to a far higher standard. They have to have additional security compliance in place. They have to identify someone that's basically like a chief security officer that's going to handle any uh, queries or things in regards to this policy. So there's a lot of things that actual companies need to do, and a lot of it is regarding that. So let's say you're collecting email addresses and you use GetResponse like I do. I checked out their website, and they have you know full details, FAQs, a PDF guide, and things like that 
on what they're actually doing as a company. So they're identifying someone that is specifically going to be the primary person that handles this GDPR regulation. So they've identified that. They're having additional safeguards in their security policies and procedures. So they're basically ramping up and getting ready for this from their side. And in addition to that, they're providing information to you as someone who collects email addresses on how that's going to work. So one of the primary things that I've seen in regards to collecting email opt-ins is you have to have proof that someone opted into your email list from the EU and they gave consent to do so. So that would be like a double opt-in. So if you have a form on your website that collects email addresses and provides somebody with something like a PDF or a checklist or something like that, they would provide their email address. They would receive an email that says, please click this link to confirm that you wanted to sign up for your list. That's something most of us probably have right now. There are some providers that allow you to just collect email addresses with, without an opt-in, but you could be in trouble if you do that if you're getting somebody from the EU. So I think a lot of folks like myself included, I always utilize double opt-in. So you, somebody that signs up for my list would always receive that link to click on to confirm that you wanted to join up to this list and you weren't just getting spammed. Um, you know, you opted in. It will show proof that you opted in on such and such a date. So that's what will allow you to remain in compliance as far as email lists go. Some additional information regarding that is that they want to make it 100% clear that somebody knows going into something what's going on. So for instance, if you, if they click a link to confirm their email address and they're going to get a checklist, I've seen some articles out there that mention that you have to also let them know if they're going to receive additional marketing emails, if you're going to market to them or send them any sort of links in the future above and beyond them signing up to get that initial checklist that you're going to continue to email them and they're going to receive additional correspondence from you. So if anybody has an autoresponder list or a blog, basically, if you're going to provide anyone content, you know, when your new post goes live, they're going to get an email, anything like that, we're probably going to have to disclose that somewhere so that they know when they sign up to get your checklist that they're also going to get additional emails potentially down the road. Even if you have no intentions of sending them any additional information beyond that initial email, if you do do that down the road, that's something you're probably going to want to disclose. So this information is still coming out. This is the way I'm interpreting it so that when somebody signs up for your list, you're going to want to have that information in clear, um, precise language that, hey, Thanks for joining up on my list. Here's the checklist that you wanted. But in addition, you may receive emails from me over the course of an autoresponder series or in the future. And that's, you know, just so you're setting expectations up front. And then if you're utilizing a reputable company like GetResponse for your email opt-in list or any of the major providers out there, they should be providing a mechanism and providing details on how you can get in compliance. So there's your email provider is one. Something else I've seen is that WordPress on their Facebook page, on the main WordPress Facebook page, they posted this past week that they are working on and looking for beta testers for some of these compliance tools that they're going to wrap into WordPress to make things easier for you as a WordPress blogger, assuming you're using WordPress. And that's what we talk about most here on the site. So all my sites are WordPress for the most part. And they will be providing some tools that are not yet out there yet. So we got what, uh, what's today? I'm recording this on April 21st. 
So we have a little over a month left before this law goes into effect. And in addition to have someone having to provide consent to get on your list for things like that with that double opt-in, there also has to be an easy way for them to opt out. So most of the providers like GetResponse. As far as emails go, that's very easy to do. There's an unsubscribe link on any emails that come out automatically. So that would most likely take care of anything like that. So there's just different tools that you might use. So email opt-ins is one. When somebody comes to your website, a privacy policy identifying that how you may use their, you know, you collect their email addresses that you don't intend to sell them to anyone, you know, a clear, detailed privacy statement that is not hidden in legalese. It basically has to be really easy to understand. And that's the point. Some, you know, anybody that comes to your website, they want it to be 100% clear how you're collecting their information how you're protecting their information, and you have to have the privacy policy clearly laid out. So the bottom line is, how do I think this is going to affect all of us as bloggers? The primary one for anyone collecting email addresses is to be able to show that proof that somebody opted into your list. So a double opt-in will take care of that. And I know GetResponse is specifically going to be recording that timestamp that somebody opted into your list. So after May 25th, you'll be able to see exactly what date, what time somebody provided consent to be on your list. So make sure you check out your email providers. Make sure they're up to date. They're working on this. They're going to have some sort of mechanism to help you out with that. And most of the reputable ones should be, but definitely be sure to check that out. So I know GetResponse is going to be compliant as I've seen the information on their website and I'll link to it in the show notes as well. In addition to that, I believe we're going to need to update our privacy statements on our website. So you may already have privacy or disclaimers if you have Amazon affiliate things, if you have affiliate links on your site, things like that. You already, ha- you already should have a privacy policy and a disclaimer page identifying that, you know, there's specific things that if you are an Amazon associate and putting Amazon links on your site, there's very specific language you have to have on a disclaimer or privacy page stating that you are an Amazon affiliate and you have to disclose when you have links on your site that are affiliate links. You have to disclose that clearly and things like that. You already have requirements that you should be meeting on your site in order to remain in compliance with those other types of rules. But what I, from what I understand, we are going to need to update that, make sure that we're clearly identifying that if you are from the EU or there may be a box that pops up that saying that, you know, if you are coming from the EU, here's information regarding that. So that's sort of in flux from a WordPress standpoint on what they're going to in- going to include to make it easier for you. There's already some plugins out there. If you search for GDPR plugins for WordPress, you'll see a couple of them out there that are already trying to assist you with that. So there are some things out there. I'm going to kind of wait and see what WordPress does over the next several weeks and see what they provide. And that way, if they incorporate them right inside WordPress, you wouldn't need to install extra plugins and things like that. And I would trust that the information coming from WordPress would be, you know, high quality and, you know, take into consideration just about everything you would need to take care of. So that's kind of, I'm playing the wait and see. I know we don't have a lot of time left, so it's surprising that they're just getting around to this now, but they said they were waiting, you know, make sure that things are finalized, make sure the information that they're going to put out there is everything that they need to take care of. So the bottom line for you guys is to check into that, look up GDPR, read the information directly from the EU, and then try to, you know, come to your own conclusions. 
and then check out your main provider. So certainly your email list provider will be one primary one to look into and to get some information from, but also your um, blogging platform provider. So if that's WordPress, stay in touch with WordPress. Look at their main Facebook page. That's uh, one area where I always look and they post when they do updates and things like that that are coming up so you know what might be changing in WordPress. Check out their main Facebook page and subscribe to that. Follow them and uh, you'll probably find out all the information you need right from there. And then plan to update your privacy disclaimer policies and things like that. They probably haven't been updated in a while anyway, so it's a good time to go out there and do it and make sure that you're up to date with uh, all that stuff. And again, I will include resources at nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 112. That will be 112 for this episode and I will link to the WordPress page on that. I'll link to the Git response page for my email provider and then you can go out there and look for your own individual providers if you're not utilizing the ones that I am and hopefully that gives you a little bit of information to check out. I'll also link to the main EU page on the topic and any other resources that I find that I think might be relevant to you. So again, nichesitetools.com forward slash 112. And like I said, we're going to keep it short for this week. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up on this GDPR privacy regulation out of the EU that will affect all of us in some way. If you're not familiar with it, hopefully you are now, and it shouldn't be a huge deal for most of us. Just change a little bit of information and make sure we're in compliance, but it is something that's important. There are some pretty strict penalties. It mentioned that you could be fined up to 4% of annual global turnover. So I don't know exactly what that means, the way it's worded, but I'm assuming it could be up to 4% of your profits, something along those lines that if you are found to be in violation of this policy. So there certainly are penalties, and many of the big companies that do business in those areas, of course, would be most subject to that sort of thing. But there are penalties and repercussions for not being in compliance. So you certainly want to show that you did your due diligence to get into compliance So that if anything like that were to come up and there were to be any question, you did your best effort to maintain and, you know, be in compliance for this particular law. So it's definitely something to pay attention to, definitely something to take action on for all of us. So check it out. Stay in tune with what's going on. And again, if you know any great themes that are easy to use, look great out of the box, let me know. Chris at nichesitetools.com. And then in the future, I will bring you an episode on the topic of themes. So if you are not yet on my email list, by the way, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe, where you will get a double opt to confirm that you want to be on my list and then you'll also be notified anytime new posts or episodes come out and in addition you'll get my keyword brainstorming guide on what to write about my seven simple seo tips on how to optimize your posts and pages to get the most traffic and you will get that information along with future posts and other emails down the road. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic upcoming couple of weeks, and we'll catch you again in the next episode. Bye-bye now.